remaining in the uh, sanctuary today, um, Joe's not going to be here. So. Well, welcome back, everyone. We had a. It's kind of good to see this. It's, last week, this whole area right here was like dead. So I called y'all traitors. If y'all go back and watch the video, I was a traitor last year because I wasn't here. But since you're here, you weren't here, and I was, I could call you traitors. Uh, but no, it's just it's 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 amazing when you get uh, in a church and then you lose a group of people. Uh, exactly what it does to a church body. So uh, I, I made a promise that I'll never let that happen again. So we're going to get more people trained up so that as a group leaves out, uh, that we definitely have the people back here that, do, that you shouldn't really even know that anybody left. Don't want anybody to stop going anywhere. We just need to get more people trained up so that when, and then, and then we'll, we'll, we'll start having like a vacation list. And you have to sign up and we'll see if we'll approve your vacation request. But now we won't do that. We'll just make sure, Lord bless, uh, Sunday night, Sunday, or Thursday night, we had a, another group uh, start up, which is really cool. So we'll have another singing group. Uh, and it was pretty impressive. Banjos, mandolins, and uh, there'll be all that stuff too. So it, that was good. So anyways, Brother Tom last week was going to do Sunday school. Uh, he calls me like two minutes before 9 o'clock. He goes to stick his key in his car, and it wouldn't work. Uh, it wouldn't start. So uh, he asked me if I could do it, which you always should be prepared to do it because you never know what's going to happen. Things happen in life. So I called him up this morning and said, hey, brother, you had everything ready last week, but couldn't do it. Do you still want to do it this week? He goes, oh, yeah, man. So uh, I'm going to let him finish up. He had something for us last week, and uh, he didn't get to do it, so I'm going to let him do it this week. Hey, let's uh, test this out. Testing. Testing, one, two. It works, man. It works. You just heard it work. Amen. So if it doesn't work by the time you get done with it, you touch something? Testing. <laughs> The reason my car didn't start was because I uh, hillbillied it about four years ago after I had a little wreck out here and uh, got under there and junction box and I messed it up and it lasted as long as it could but uh, I thank God it died where it did because it died in my driveway. <laughs> Amen. It could have died anywhere. If you know what died is, that quit. Amen. Amen. I want to talk to you just a little bit about uh, how's your letter? How's your letter? Now, I'm not talking about uh, something you write. I'm talking about some scriptures. Uh, people say, uh, now don't let yourself get all wired up. Don't get too excited, you know. And uh, when you're already in a tizzy, um, they say, uh, you let too much bother you. A lot of times we do let too much bother us. Amen. Uh, Brother Mike I called him and he said, uh, will your neighbors give you a jump and all that stuff? And I said, oh, no, they, none of them ain't got any sense. They don't care for me, nothing like that. And one by one they came and I was just standing there talking to them and I was eating my words, you know. <laughs> Yeah, nobody cares. They're stupid, you know. Every one of them. One of them offered me to go to church with them. I said, well, you think I am a heathen? <laughs> I don't know what kind of church they go to. I'm sure it's not like this one, amen. And uh, uh, 
He said, you let too much bother you. The baby's crying, the dog messed in the house, the beans are burned on the stove, and the husband comes home and says, watch for supper. Amen. And you want to thump him real good. Amen. But uh, I just want to say this morning that uh, to let means to permit, to allow. And uh, growing up a long time ago, I don't know how it is now, but I would go to my parents and I'd say, will you let me go to the park? Will you let me ride my bicycle? Will you let me do this? Will you let me do that? And uh, so this morning for Sunday school, I'd just like to just give you a few lets, amen? And All right, let's have a word of prayer. Father, we thank you. Thank you for letting us be here today. Thank you for your kindness. Uh, you let us serve you. You let us praise you. You let us worship you. You, uh, you let us uh, do the best we can, and even though we fail, you still let us come back to you, Lord. And we appreciate it in Jesus' name. Amen. Let's go to Colossians chapter 3 and verse 15. We'll give you s several scriptures. And uh, while you're turning there, it says, let the peace of God rule in your hearts. Sometimes trouble comes and our peace leaves us. I asked Brother Earl Hughes one time I, to sign my Bible. And daggone if he didn't write Romans 8, 28. Let the, uh, all things work together for those that love God. And so a lot of times we get all wired out and we get nervous and troubled and have, you know, doubts and first one thing and another. And like Brother Earl Hughes, he says, all things work together. And uh, just for instance, my car. I mean, it could be your car, my car. It could be your marriage, my marriage. It could be your children, my children. We could let ourselves get all tore all to pieces and and there's nothing wrong with getting that way. There's a problem staying that way. You can't stay that way tore up all the time. And uh, let me just say, uh, sometimes it's just hard to get back, back in the saddle, I guess you might say. And uh, it says in Colossians chapter 3, verse 16, it says, Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom. It says, let it. For, you know, uh, I, most of you know, uh, there was probably a couple years I just couldn't come to church. And uh, the peace of God just left me in bewilderment. I was downtrodden, brokenhearted. I couldn't come to church. And so... For I don't know how many weeks, how many months, whatever. I felt God was mad at me because I wasn't in church. And finally, after prayer and reading my Bible, every day, every day, I said, God, I need some peace. I don't want you mad at me, Lord, because I'm not in church. It's a privilege to come to church. It's a blessing to come to church. I need church. And finally, I don't know how it happened. He just says, Tom, 
I'm not mad at you. I love you. I know you're doing what you can do. Just don't worry about it. And I got the peace of God. Did I still want to be here? Absolutely. But I had peace. Sometimes when you're going through trouble and heartaches and situations and peace just won't come, then finally when it does come, you could just shout and have a good time. Amen. We sang in that song a while ago, No, Not One. I bumped old John over there and I said, John, uh, I sure feel like running around this place. He said, take off. He said, I feel like running. I got a new help. <laughs> you say, well, I don't know. The songs in that hymn book are a blessing to me. Amen. I know everybody. I don't try to run around or shout or holler just to be heard or seen. Sometimes it just, everything just dwells up in me and I just have to do something, say something. I used to run around charity all the time. Amen. And old Cleve Dodge, he, he, couldn't, he couldn't run. I think I told this story before. And they, he's just getting plumb wild one time. And uh, Cleve was sitting over there, and I walked over, and I says, uh, I said, Cleve, if you climb up on my back, I said, uh, I'll run with you. He said, you will? I said, yeah. He climbed up on my back. Man, I packed him around, and I was just running and a hooping, and he was hollering and going crazy. And I said, I'm thinking to myself, Boy, this is good. I think I'll take another lap. <laughs> About halfway around that second lap, I said, I wish I had never started this lap. <laughs> I finally got old Cleve back to his seat, and I was about half dead, amen. That's before I had my heart surgery. <laughs> oh, my goodness. What's that got to do with anything? I don't know, amen. Philippians chapter 4, verse 5. Let. Your moderations be known unto all men. Lit. Moderation means your bounds, your limits. All Christians should have a limit somewhere. Amen. Wide is the gate. Got few bounds. Narrow is the way. Straight and narrow. Let me just say, you choose. I choose. How close to God we want to be. I've seen people get saved, start in church. People make the expression, they say, man, they really got saved. Let me just say, we all get saved the same. It all depends on after salvation how much you really want of God. I want all I can get. I stay in trouble. So, anyway, let your moderations... And it Philippians chapter 4, verse 6, the next verse, it says, Let your request be made known unto God. How's your letter this morning? It could be something physical, something spiritual, could be a necessity, could just be a want. Amen. Sometimes we just want things. And... We feel bad. I don't know about you, but I feel bad sometimes asking God, I want. I said, God, I sure want that. 
and there's a still small voices. You sure about that? <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure, God. Well, he says, uh, oh, yes, no, wait, I got something better. That's pretty good, eh? He always answers. What our problem is, we get in a hurry. And we get in a big hurry. Uh, and David says in Psalm 119, verse 10, you can turn there if you want to, but for the sake of time, it says, David says, Oh, let me not wander from thy commandments. He's talking to God. He says, Don't let me wander. Don't let me, don't let me uh, drift away. I remember growing up, <laughs> you say, well, That was a long time ago. You darn right, <laughs> it is a long time ago, amen. And it's getting longer. And my parents would say, Now, you, you're already ahead of me. Don't wander off. Don't wander off. You know God's saying this morning. Don't wander off. Amen. Don't go where you ain't supposed to go. Don't go where. I, I mean, boy, my mind is going crazy. Don't go where I can't see you. You know what? That. That's just simple little stuff, but you know, that's just the way it is. God don't want us to go where he can't see. He sees everything, I know that. Don't go where I can't see. <laughs> oh, my soul. All right, let's go to Hebrews and we'll kind of... I read Dr. Ruckman's commentary about who wrote Hebrews and he... He's pretty sure that uh, Paul wrote it, but uh, I'm I'm not going to debate all that. But uh, I think the thing is this morning, the lets in the Bible is it's up to us. We can either let this or let that, or we can, or we don't. Uh, there's a lot of things we can do, but there's a lot of things we can't do. What are you talking about? Uh, we can't let ourselves run with the world. Amen. We can't let ourselves cuss and talk about others. We can't let ourselves lie and cheat, steal, condone wickedness, and go along with wrong. I know a lot of times people will get you right in the middle of a situation and say, what do you think about that? You need to be careful. Before you answer, because they're listening real close, close, and they like to see you get yourself or say something, and they'd use it later on you. So don't let yourself get in that situation. The Bible says in Hebrews chapter 4 Let us therefore fear. Amen. And, uh, the Bible says, Let us therefore fear, lest a promise being left us of entering into the, his rest, and of if of you should seem to come short of it. Fear. The Bible says in Matthew 10, 28, And fear not them which kill the body, but are not able to kill the soul, but rather fear him 
which is able to destroy both soul and body in hell. When I used to mow my grass yard in Kentucky, we lived on a hillside. And me and God had a prayer session every time I did that. You say, why? Lord, don't let me get snake bit. Lord, don't let me stir up them yellow jackets. And Lord, don't let me tumble over this hill and my mower. Because sometimes my mower did roll down the hill. Once I stirred up a yellow jacket's nest and I pour gas in it and lay a big rock on, on the hole. But I did that one time about dark and I had an old metal gas can. And Brother John, I, I started pouring that gas down in that hole and one of them little critters stung me on the hand. I dropped that gas can, it was round, and 50 yards later, down in the other people's yard, I went down there and got my gas can. And every little trip it went, he just throwing that gas. Well, the neighbor wasn't home, and so I run down there and got my gas can. Got on. Well, the neighbors come home and the wife says, Dan, I smell gas. I'm sitting up there on the porch laughing. <laughs> if you have to chase your gas can 50 yards after you drop it, you're in trouble, honey. <laughs> what are you talking about fear? I'd walk past something. I, my hair would raise up on my neck. I'd stop, look around. They'd be an old copperhead. About from here to that wall, they're all coiled up. I just take out, I always carried a 38 with buckshot. That's how I mow my grass, amen? <laughs> you got you to gotta kind of prepare, amen? I just pile them, you shoot them, go on, amen? You say, I wouldn't want to do that. Well, got to do what you got to do, amen? Fear, fear. Hebrews chapter 4, verse 11. Bible says, let us labor, Amen? Let us labor. Let us labor, therefore, to enter into the, that rest, uh, lest any man fall after the same example of unbelief. There's a job to do. Somebody needs to do it. It all depends if you want to do it or not. I want to please the Lord. I've told this before. When I got saved in, in December... I'd go early because God saved me. I, I was so glad God saved me. I'd, I'd go early and I'd shovel the sidewalk. The preacher wasn't even asking. He didn't ask me to shovel the sidewalk. I'd go shovel the sidewalk. When springtime come, he didn't ask me. I'd mow the grass, trim the trees. You know what? I was just trying to help out, just trying to give God back something he, he gave me. Amen. James says in chapter 1, verse 22 and through 24, I'm not going to cover all this. He said, But be ye doers of the word and not hearers only, deceiving yourselves, your own selves. If you walk that walk, talk that talk, do something. Amen. Come work day, 
you know, hey, show up if you can. Sometimes you just can't. Do what you can, as long as you can, the best you can. And God will take care of the rest of it. Amen. I'm glad I can do something for the Lord. Luke chapter 10, verse 2 and 3. Therefore said he unto them, The harvest truly is great, but the labors are few. Pray ye therefore the Lord of the harvest that he would send forth labors into his harvest. Jeremiah 8.20 The harvest is past. The summer is ended. We're not saved. <laughs> I read a, ran into a missionary down in Louisiana one time and uh, they was going to Brazil and the, the, the wife, the lady she was born in Brazil and I could remember just a little bit of her testimony she said when she was a little girl her dad left her mother I don't know how many kids and as a little girl, five or six years old, she wandered streets there in Brazil for about two or three years. And I'm sitting there listening to this lady tell her testimony and what she went through. And, and I'm thinking, uh, my goodness, I, I, I had three little girls. I couldn't imagine my little girls out on the street begging digging through dumpsters and first one thing and another. She got to America somehow, got saved, grew up, married a man, and lo and behold, God called, him back to, called her back to Brazil. <laughs> now that little girl that lived on the street, five or six years old, trying to figure out what she could eat the next next day or whatever, went right back to where she was born and trying to lead people to the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Labor, labor. There's work to do. There's plenty to do. I don't care how old you are. I don't care how young you are. I've decided with the Lord's help that I'm just going to keep on trucking Till this old heart quits beating, I take my last breath, I'm going to keep doing something for him. Amen. Not to show, just to do something for him. Amen. Hebrews chapter 4, verse 14. I hope, I hope you're getting some of this. Let us hold fast our profession. What's your profession? Well, right now, this morning, it's just serving God. Our profession is what we, we do, you know. It doesn't depend on how much you do. Just keep on doing it. Hebrews chapter 10, verse 23. There's a lot of them in here. I'll, I'll just give you what I can this morning. 
Let us hold fast the profession of our faith, pretty much about the same thing, without wavering, for he is faithful that promise. Wavering. Just like on a tightrope. Some people try to go through life walking on a tightrope, and they don't have that big old long pole. Their balance is there. That big old long pole this morning just come to my mind. Is this, that's the Lord Jesus Christ. They're just trying to do it on their own. I want to do it with him. Amen. Profession. It says, and it says in verse, verse, verse uh, 16, Hebrews chapter 4, verse 16, you, you can find out these all over the place. Amen. Let us therefore come boldly into the throne of grace that we may obtain, obtain mercy and find grace to help what? In time of need. We don't need to go through anything except without the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Come boldly to the throne of grace. In the military, business, first one thing... You have a chain of command. When I was in the Army, I had a platoon leader, squad leader, first sergeant, company commander, and went on up. If I wanted to talk to the company commander, I had to go through the first sergeant. But I don't have to go through, go in a phone booth and talk to a knothead through a knothole. Amen. I go straight to the Lord. It's a one-way deal. The Bible says in Isaiah 59, verse 1. What are you talking about, preacher? Behold, the Lord's hand is not shortened that it cannot save, neither is his ear heavy that he cannot hear. How's your letter this morning? I guarantee you, I've been saved almost 43 years. And I know myself that I have to keep a real good concentration on what I let myself get into and what I let myself not get into. Amen. I was on the way to church this morning and a thought came through my mind, something I used to say, Years and years and years ago, I was on Stroop Road. This probably happened to you every once in a while if you hadn't been saved when you was little. I don't know. And right then, I didn't close my eyes and bow my head driving, amen. I just said, God, I don't want to ever, 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 ever Lord, please don't ever let me think that, those words again, ever. I beg God on the way to church this morning to not let me think wickedness. I'm just being honest with you this morning. When I leave my wife every evening, 
And she's laying there in that bed. Sometimes crying. Sometimes not. As I pull that door to that room closed, I asked God, I said, Lord, let me have the peace of God on the way home. And he does. I hope you never have to get to that place, but maybe you will. And if you do, you need to ask God to help you. And let God help you. Amen. It's a a hard road. It's a tough road, Brother Mike. Amen. But he's always there. And one of these days, it'll all be over. Amen. The Bible says in Hebrews chapter 10, verse 22, Let us draw near with a true heart and full assurance. Just what I just said. The world used to draw me. Things used to draw me. Good times and this and that used to draw me. But I don't let it draw me no more. Amen. Sometimes it's just the way it is. The Father draws me. Hebrews 10 verse 24. We'll be done here pretty soon. Amen. I like this one here, Hebrews 10, verse 24. The Bible says, And let us consider one another to provoke unto love and to good works. Consider one another. The Bible says in Galatians chapter 6, verse 2, Bear ye one another's burdens, and so fulfill the law of Christ. Ephesians 4.32 Be ye kind one to another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another, even as God for Christ's sake hath forgiven you. Bible says in Titus chapter 2, verse 1, For we ourselves also were sometimes foolish and disobedient and deceived. One another. Be ye kind one to another. I was talking to a lady last night there at the nursing home, one of her father-in-laws there. I was raised by a stepdad. You've heard me tell the story. He was mean to me, slapped, beat me, kicked me, whatever. Didn't make any difference. And I decided I didn't want to treat other people that way. I could have went the other way. I could just be mean to people and just say things and talk hateful to them, first one thing or another. But I decided in my heart that I was going to try to be as kind and respectful to other people as I could. Treat others like you'd rather be treated. Amen. Families hold grudges. People hold grudges. People are mean to each other. People say mean things. People want to say mean things. In my heart, 
I don't want to say mean things. But if you push the right button, it could happen. In other words, just be nice. Amen? It don't take a whole lot of effort to be nice. Consider one another. Hebrews chapter 12, verse 1. Now, this is, this is my desire. Let us lay aside every weight and the sin which doth so easily beset us. A weight is something that just bears you down. Amen. I could use an example. I could pick this up and dump everything on it. <laughs> I'll pick it up later. Say, <laughs> so you're weird. This ain't very heavy. Carry this down to Spending Road, and, uh, I mean, uh, down there to Linden Avenue and back with one hand. I guarantee you before you get to the overpass, you wish you didn't even have this thing in your hand. What are you saying, preacher? I'm saying sometimes the little things just grow and grow and grow and they get heavier and heavier and heavier. And before you know it, you can't hardly stand it. Don't seem like much at first. Amen. I feel like an idiot. <laughs> um, I hate to ask this, but one of you kids pick that up for me after I get done. <laughs> It's hard for me. It, I got to pray, Lord, help me get down, and Lord, help me get up. What do you mean? <laughs> oh, that's amen. At least I can get down and get up. Amen. I'm just about done here. Amen. Let's see here. Hebrews chapter 12, verse 1. I guess it is find it myself here. Wherefore, seeing we also are compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin that doth easily beset us. And the next one is right there in the same verse. Let us run with patience the race that is set before us. We got a race to run. Amen. And sometimes we just want to quit. You said you ever want to quit, preacher? Yeah, probably two or three times last week. Maybe a time or two this week. Sometimes we just want to quit. I'm not talking about just flat quit. You just don't feel like doing nothing. Little old kid running a race. Last lap, that 440, whatever that is. And on that last lap, he just quit, walked across that field to his daddy. His daddy says, where are you going? He said, uh, he said, I just quit. He said, I couldn't run. I couldn't make it to the end, Dad. Dad said, come with me. Dad took that little boy. Said, come on, son. 
He took him right back to that place where he started walking on that track. He said, now, you see that right there where you stopped? He said, yes, yes, sir. He said, now, you pick up your feet and you run to the finish line. You are not a quitter. You know what we need to do sometimes? We need God the Father to say, hey, go right back where you quit. Go right back there. Get yourself together. Go on. I'm going to close with this. I picked up a show. I don't condone watching TV that much, but every once in a while I can record something I, I can get something out of, and it's called no man left behind. Talking about Afghanistan. That whole thing, all of them was under fire. People getting shot. Their buddies getting shot. And the one man that was supposed to call in airstrikes, he panicked. He went into a daze. And the leader of that team he just walked over put his arm around him said hey uh, man we get out of this uh, man you're going to have a good time and uh, you know all this stuff going around you know, in other words he just made a lot of small talk got that little fella calmed down or he got on that radio and Started calling in the mayor strikes. Matter of fact, he called in 50 after he got himself together. You know what I'm saying this morning? Sometimes God, we get all rattled and tore all to pieces, and sometimes God just slips up, puts his arm around us, says, hey, it's going to be all right. You just let me help you. It'll, you'll come through. And matter of fact, you'll help a bunch of other people get through. Just let me, just let me help you. Amen. Let's have a word of prayer. Father, we love you. Thank you for letting us be your children. Thank you for the times that's good times. Thank you for the bad times. Like Brother Earl Hughes signed that Bible, my Bible. All things work together for good to those that love you. Now let us just serve you. I hope this Sunday school will help some people, Lord. Now you have your way with church service. Thank you for this church. Thank you for letting me be able to come here and have the peace of God. People love me. Pray for me. In Jesus' name, amen.